What up? Hello, it's me again. And I'm sitting here thinking about this question of what do you bring to the table? I've been watching things about this, like men asking women. And it's very intriguing because this is a question that I genuinely never thought about. Um, just a little backstory about me is, uh, went through some things in my youth and I got to a place mentally where I just thought that relationships were pointless because they're either going to leave you or they're going to die. I know very morbid, but you know, I was young and hurt, didn't know how to handle it. And... So I just decided that was never going to be me. I was never going to get married or have real relationships. You know, I was just going to do whatever I wanted and fuck around and then like just be an old bitch in the house doing my own things with, you know, homegirls if they happen to be single too. And I wasn't angry about it. I just, you know, I was in pain and that was sort of what I thought was gonna be good for me because I didn't want to do all the relationship stuff and so that's kind of how I live my life is I didn't really care about wanting to catch dudes or relationships for the long term um didn't want to have kids obviously because of the pain that I went through and I just didn't want to have to be responsible for that. And when I met my husband, it was actually very accidental. Um, We met each other. We both literally thought we were just going to be fucking around and then ended up getting caught up and catching feelings. And so... I realize that my situation is probably an exception because that is not a normal thing that happens. And so when I'm listening to people, well, men asking women, what do you bring to the table? What does he have to bring to the table? It's very intriguing because like I said, I never, I never thought about that. I never... I mean, just the way my brain was set up, I didn't even care. As far as I was concerned, it was me taking care of me and I had to figure out what that meant for me because I was 100% responsible. And then, I guess in a way I did get lucky because, you know, I met my husband who has a wonderful character and personality Which is the reason that, obviously, I fell in love with him. And we were both kind of struggling financially, career-wise. We didn't really know where we were headed, but we had a direction. We were just still, like, in the beginning, picking up the pieces, trying to navigate through that. And so it's really weird to me that 
when women are asked this this question of what you bring to the table, the answers are the answers are really absurd. It's like I am the whole table or I'm going to do basic household chores or um motivate the partner and it's like all these things the person can do for themselves and honestly I'm not even sure that I'm the right person to be even talking about this because like I said I feel like I got lucky I met somebody whose character heart and soul really resonates with mine He's a complete team player to the point where he does a lot more for us right now than I do. He's much more open and lenient with me about things. And he really gives me the space and freedom to figure it out for myself. And I talk a lot about how on the outside face value definitely does not look like I bring shit to the table and there's truth in that I guess if you want to talk about material things or whatever but the thing is is like I have a vision and I have goals and no matter how much I keep falling short I am relentless towards these goals and I have given up trying to care what people think or what they see because I'm the only one who knows what the fuck I'm doing with my life and where I want to go and I have control of that and he's very much a part of this journey with me and so I know that eventually the tables are going to turn and I will be bringing more to the table, so to speak. But I mean, that's definitely not why we got together. And... I don't know, I just, I never looked at relationships as a means of somebody taking care of me. Like I said, me personally, I just have the, I have so much issue with asking for help and even taking help um, to a point where it's, it's unhealthy. I should, I need to learn how to be more open with that, but... So I never had that mentality. I never sought a person out just so that they could buy me things or give me some sort of lifestyle. And so this question is very... um, important though I never considered it and I don't know if that's a good thing or not necessarily um I just 
you know, like I said, I just really didn't think relationships were going to be for me, especially in long term. Definitely did not expect to get married. But the thing with me is that sometimes I'm really slow to get started with things and it takes forever and it seems like I'm not going to do anything else or move forward in any way. But then I catch momentum and I pick up the pace and then things start falling into the places they should be. And so I guess now I feel that what I bring to the table is just loyalty, character, um, the ability to do what is necessary, even when it's uncomfortable and maybe embarrassing to the outside world, but it's crucial for me and my husband to step into the kind of life that we want and so like I've talked about how we live with my mom and my grandpa and that in and of itself is not flattering it's embarrassing and I've struggled a lot with this and I just I got to the point where you know I just had to tell myself who cares what it looks like who cares what people think this isn't gonna be forever and really it might be the only difference is that we my husband and I will take over the financial responsibilities but you know living with family is not that bad of a a thing and you know you get to bond and there's a lot of positives in it but to the outside world and especially if you're a single person and you hear that you're immediately going to be turned off because you think there's no motivation you think that there's no moving forward and you just there's this negative beliefs that come with saying things like that but that to me is short-term thinking And that's not what we do anymore. We're more long-term. And it's like, if this is the price that we have to pay for five, ten years to get to our goals, then that's what it's going to be. It takes sacrifices and work and dedication to achieve things, especially things that are going to last and be long-term, generational And, you know, when the majority of the world is into quick pleasures and wanting things right now, I love that we've sort of stepped away from that and we can see the bigger picture. And we move different. And it's like all around me, you know, I'm always seeing people who like when I talk to them, they're like, oh, we have money problems. But then they're like buying fucking motorcycles or fucking house after house, getting new trucks and new cars. And and like for the longest time, I that shit used to make me feel so bad about myself because I would just compare And it took me a while to realize not only that 
is not how we're going to do things because just for the way our relationship is set up and the goals that we have, it's not practical and it's going to keep us further from our goals. But also the fact that so many people act like they got shit when they don't. Like, people out here are constantly purchasing shit they don't need, that they can't afford to impress people that they don't care about just because of this fucking idea that, you know, you want to look good. And so, like, we're just not on that vibe and... It took a while for me to really get that through my head and it's just more apparent now that I've accepted it and I agree with the decisions we make and I don't know, I just, I really appreciate the fact that he and I are partners in every sense of the word and that there are sacrifices on both of our parts. Sometimes not what we want, but are necessary and we're willing to do it. And not just that, but we don't take it out on each other or blame each other. We've really gotten to a place where we can be on the same page about things. And it's a teamwork. It's not... Oh, he's doing everything and I just get to fucking chill and do nothing. Yes, but a hundred percent, I personally even think that he does so much more than me. I am also really hard on myself, but I think that is that's still a fair thing for me to say is that he does a hundred percent so much more for us than I do right now even though you know obviously I have value and I've put things into this relationship like one of the things that I feel I brought to the table was that I took it upon myself to fix all the things that all the things about me that made it harder for him and us so like you know, if I used to bitch about the money thing, I had to figure out how to shut up about it. Um, when he would come home late and be working on time and not have time and energy for me, I had to figure out how to be okay with that. And also, if I wasn't okay with it, which I wasn't, then we had to have that conversation about him earning less, but... It being worth more than his, than like sacrificing his soul and his happiness and who he was as a person. And, you know, when I didn't want him or when I used to get mad if he wanted to hang out with people because he'd been working solo for so long and he... Unlike me, he gets energy from hanging out with people. And he made some co-worker friends and he would go out. And I used to get mad at him because it'd be like me waiting for him. And then he would just 
like get home late and then you know dinner would be whatever cold and then I get mad and give him like unnecessary attitude because I think because I was alone and waiting on him and it's like I had to adjust myself and decide that you know what he deserves that he does so much for us he deserves to hang out with people if he wants. He's not my child. He's not in a prison. And so I need to do for myself more. Like, I just realized I had to do more. And so I thought, you know what? Okay, cool. He can do what he wants and... I just need to double down on figuring out how to achieve our financial goals and my career goals. And I just put more energy and time into that, which allowed the space for me to not cling on him so much, I guess, is the phrase I want to use. And it's like all these tweaks that I've done for myself that have helped him he didn't make me do it he didn't force me to change or be different he didn't give me an ultimatum nothing like that it's just you know luckily I had the sense enough to to understand that like my being frustrated with him was just a reflection of me being frustrated with me And that if I needed to yell at somebody, I should just look in the mirror. Because he doesn't control me and my life and what I do. And for me to just put the blame on him because I'm falling short, I realized was not the right thing to do. And it wasn't effective. And so... In a lot of ways, I have always been open-minded and I can, and I'm very loyal to a fault. Um, Like I always say, I make it really easy for people to take advantage of me. And the thing is, it's like, it's really hard for people to get close to me. But once they do, once that barrier has been brought down, I am ride or die, no questions asked. Typically, I mean, I've had to learn to be more intellectual about what that means. But for the most part, I will stick it out. And so that's probably why and how I got to the place where I needed to fix me. Because it's like leaving isn't an option. It's not, oh, it's hard with us. We need to break up. Or, oh, it's hard, it's your fault, now we're going to break up. It's like, I'm the one who's really suffering here, and I'm the one who's making the big deal, and I'm the one who's causing the majority of these fights and bickerings that don't help in any way, and they literally just make it harder for him to do what he needs to do for us. And so, yeah, I guess in a way I didn't bring shit to the table. And when we first started dating, we both really didn't. We were both struggling. 
Like I said, financially, career-wise. And it's taken us a really long time to be where we are now, which is like a decent wage with okay hours that don't completely deplete him. And me being 100% better about allowing him to be who he is without like the added pressure and stress of things. And like, you know, that whole thing that women do where they like talk about what their man gets them and then they go home and they throw it in their man's face about how they didn't do this and that. Like, I don't do that shit. I mean, I never have, but I used to be, you know, it used to be the conversation of like, why can they do it and I can't? Like, what am I not doing right? And it's like, now I just, I don't care about that because my life is not like the majority of people, I realize. And... I just, I don't fit in to this box that people fit into and that society says we're supposed to. And the fact that he is okay with that and he believes in us and me, it's been so much better for us as individuals as well as a couple. And so I don't really know what the answer is for what's the right thing to bring to the table as women. But I think that it starts with not expecting the man to carry all the weight of everything or just being entitled to it. Like, it's really nice when that happens, but much better when it's done of their own free will. Like, I don't force my husband to work for us. There's plenty, we've had plenty of conversations about this, about how I could just get some shitty job and pitch in. And we're always checking in with each other. And, you know, he wants to do it this way and he's okay with doing it this way. He's getting tired of it and I understand and things could change for us and that's fine too. But I don't expect him to do it all for me. And especially since I feel like I'm in a place where I don't do anything, arguably. I do a lot, but on paper, it doesn't, it's not anything. And again, I'm really hard on myself, but still, I think that that's a fair truth. And it might be a little while before I really start to show what I can do in this fucking world. But, you know, things take time. Napoleon Hill took 20 years of not having income to create, to write, think and grow rich. And that left him so wealthy on a generational level. His entire family line was taken care of from that. And it's like, these are the things that we think about. This is 
you know, kind of like what we want, what we see. And it's hard as fuck. And it's really hard, especially when society keeps telling you this isn't the way to be. Or you are less than because you don't have a new fucking wardrobe. And you don't buy the latest technologies and this and that and the other. And I'm just not falling for that shit anymore. I don't want it. I don't need it. Like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, either they're going to be right or we are. And what he and I do and have is between us. And I believe in us. He believes in us. It's happening. And it's okay if we're the only ones who see it. But when we met, if you asked either one of us what we brought to the table, it's nothing material-wise. Nothing. Literally, all we brought to the table was each other, um, the mutual love and respect we had for each other, and the willingness to stick it out. And again, I give him way more credit because he's older than me. He's a lot more mature than me. I've grown in maturity since being with him a lot. And he comes from a solid family unit with both parents. And I definitely credit him with keeping our relationship together for at least the first five years for sure because coming from a broken home I didn't really see that and I didn't believe in it and I didn't definitely didn't know how to cultivate that and his ability to keep us as a team on the same side has really been the foundation of the way we are now And one thing that I crave so much is freedom and independence. And I never knew I could feel those things completely while being in a committed relationship with somebody. And again, because I love my freedom and independence so much, and I love him, I had to make myself... be okay be okay with him having that too like hanging out with friends or you know buying certain things like whatever the case is you know like it's just I don't want to have to ask him for shit like a child and I don't want him to ask me for shit like a child either and so we've just constantly are in communication about things and how We like certain things and if it's working for us, if it's not working for us. And I just, I value him and what we have so deeply. And I feel that that is what we bring to the table. It's like we're just... 
were lucky enough to have found each other and not care when we found each other. So there was no pressure or expectation. We were able to fully be ourselves. I'm not afraid to hurt his feelings. He's not afraid to hurt mine. We can tell each other the harsh truths because we know it's going to help each other level up, not because we want to hurt one another or have one up over each other. We're in the same book on the same page. And I, like I said, I don't know if this is the right answer for what you bring to the table, but I feel like it is for us. <sighs> there was just a mutual liking and respect and a tenacity and persistence in ensuring that we didn't just give up on each other willy-nilly. And really everything about the way we got together was very unorthodox and I feel like statistically in most situations it wouldn't work out. And so I guess we're an anomaly. But it's never been about who's bringing what to the table with us. It's been about just cultivating the kind of partnership that was going to keep us on the same page, having respect and love for one another without the influence of other people being able to tear it apart. And so, actually, I don't even know if this conversation is on topic at all or not. Or if it makes sense. And, you know, I definitely don't like jinxing my relationship. But, you know, I try to give detail by being very vague. Because I like my privacy. And I don't think that everybody should know the inner workings of my relationships, be it love or friendships. And so, I don't know, ladies, just, maybe should just uh, reconsider your idea of what you expect from men and what they need to bring to the table Unless it's who they are as a person, what their character is, how their heart is. Because I feel like that's what really matters in the end. Because all this material shit and money, what happens if that was to go away? If the economy collapsed and we had to start over from scratch, then what? At least if you have a person that you love and you have mutual respect and understanding... 
that you know has a good heart and soul, has your back, that's going to be worth way more in that situation. And so to me, it's still worth just as much now, in society now. Hmm. Anyways, that's uh, my thoughts on that. And uh, hopefully it makes sense. If not, that's fine. Just put it with all the other things in my life that don't make sense and are weird and abnormal, etc. But I will be back again. Take it easy.